Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Still early. We got a long road ahead of us. We're still building, building chemistry, getting to know each other on the floor. So I, don't, I wouldn't say we're there yet. We got to keep going. Kawhi Leonard on the Clippers. They're still building, PK. Well, it's very few people who've arrived, Dave. You've arrived. We've had that confirmed by a winner. We'll get into that in a moment. But you felt pretty good ever since you were notified, right? Well, I've known it for a long time. <laughs> but don't you like to have it confirmed? I guess you would need it confirmed. I don't. I just go with what I believe. You don't need awards. You just know down deep you're the guy. Mm-hmm. Nah, I've never won an award in my life that I wanted. Clippers and the Jazz tonight. Both teams off to 3-1 starts. Both teams supposed to be in the upper echelon of the West. So it's an early season test. And they're playing twice this week because you got a rematch in L.A. Sunday night. So, what are we going to learn from this, PK? Sunday night starts a new week. That's next week. What do we learn from this? What well, are we looking? We haven't learned anything yet. They haven't played it. What are we looking for? It's like, what will we learn? Use the correct linking verb, my friend. I could, and that would be for Not all of what, us. What but do we you learn? can tell us what has happened before it has happened, so you already know, although it hasn't happened yet. Huh? <laughs> well, Doc, they, you know what I'm I getting mean, at. We've heard of, it before. I'm a little Clippers, lost. Clippers got a lot of offensive firepower, and the Jazz have had some very good defensive efforts. I think Ben Anderson, you can hear him sometimes on our pre-half and post-game shows here. I think he tweeted out that they were the only team, as of the other night, hadn't allowed 100 points yet. So, you know, you're going to up the level of competition. The Clippers still aren't at their best. They don't even have all their guys. But they're a very good ball club, and Kawhi Leonard is... You can make a strong case that he's the best player in the NBA right now. Is certainly the most versatile on both ends. So they've got some guys who know they're a veteran team, guys who know how to score. So I'm looking to see what happens defensively. And then, of course, we're all going to keep our eye on Conley to see if there's going to be a time. And there is going to be a time. But when, when he is breaks it? I can't, out I can't it. tell right. you when it is uh, on his uh, inability to score baskets right now is at an all-time low for him, I'm sure. You know, followed his career in college to a degree so I'll play live in college and then you know we follow it to an extent not every game game in a game out when he was with Memphis like we do with jazz guys but I believe that it's coming it's just a matter of time and it's not going to start now I don't I can't answer that I'm hoping for his sake and the jazz sake yes is this is as good a time as any to break out of this horrendous shooting slump but the, the thing about it is his slump is so bad it actually makes me feel better because even if he's going to shoot a low number like 40%, yeah. you got to have a five-game stretch at 60% to yeah. offset this five-game stretch at 20%. I mean, this is a hardcore slump. So they've won three out of four while he's shooting 20%. Yeah. Law of averages, he's got to heat up at some point. This is laughably crummy. You know, if he had a bunch of four of uh, 12s, and th- maybe that's who he would be. But there's no way he's 1-4, 0-4, whatever it might be. There's just no way. Even if he's lost 90% of his skill, there's no way. Guys who can shoot can shoot into their 50s. 
Go get in a game of horse with Jeff Hornacek right now. Bet him as much money as you want. See how that works out for you. I've seen Jeff in his 50s shoot and stand right underneath the, the, the net because that's where you'd get the ball. ESPN's Eric Woodyard, who used to write for the Deseret News, got a hold of Carl Malone for his thoughts on the All-Star game returning to Utah in oh, 2023. Geez. It's about damn time. Yeah, that was good, but did you read the other stuff? Later on, yeah. Well, I can go on if you want. The whining, the, the jazz. Well, I didn't even put that in the rundown. We can get to that Oh, later. you didn't read that, Dan, I take it. Yeah, you didn't read it. It's, nope. okay. it's okay to say no. You, you can't be all things all people all the time. Uh, you yeah. should read it, though. Yeah, yeah. he whines about the, the jazz not giving him respect. and it's just, Come on, letter carrier. Cry a different tune just once. So, and he put that, Eric put it lower in the story, but it's out there. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. It's kind of a running <laughs> jump or something, and he missed it off the glass. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, play. Yeah, Davis, and that'll count to end the half. And with this free throw attempt, he'll establish a new high in that department. That's a given. 40-20 game. If he makes this free throw here. Tell it to me, Stu. What 40, is it? 40-20. You know what I said? 40-20. Let me say it again. 40-20. In the in third. The third. In, in three quarters. Everything Laker fans are hoping for, PK. Anthony Davis with a huge game. LeBron doesn't have to carry the whole load. They crushed the Memphis Grizzlies. That's the Memphis Grizzlies. Not who they're going to be tested by in the playoffs, but for a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in a while... Feels like there's a little bit of hope. AD having a huge game. You know, 40 and 30 and 3. And he's the seventh Laker to do that. Uh, and you look at the list you know, Wilt, Mikan, Shaq, Elgin, legendary names. Good list the, to be on. In the franchise history, going all the way back to where they were in Minnesota. Three and one, a popular record these days. The Jazz and Clippers are three and one. The Lakers improved to three and one. The Nuggets suffered their first loss of the year. They dropped to three and one. And Dallas, the Mavericks, are they coming or is it just four good games? Or guys, we're not coming. We've arrived. Actually, uh, Porzingis and Doncic sucked. They were awful. The Mav- no one scored more than fourteen points. No starter scored more than twelve. Nine they had players. nine players. Ties a franchise record in double figures. Nine guys I've never even heard of. Like Corey Klubler, who's a pitcher for Cleveland, led them with fourteen points. Maxi Clever, but you know, <laughs> I never heard of that dude. <laughs> Porzingis and Doncic were a combined seven for twenty-six. Yeah, shot it terribly. Now, Doncic is one of these guys who does a whole lot of other stuff besides scoring. And Porzingis grabbed 14 boards. Yeah. Well, he ought to. He's like 7'8". Yeah, three assists of his own. But, yeah, and then you got uh, Rick Carlisle talking about, hey, we've got a deep team and we're going to play these guys, blah, blah, blah. And so, at least for one game anyway, they did. And Jokic didn't have a good game scoring-wise. We always check Kentucky guys when they get to the NBA, see how well they transition. Calipari has sent a bazillion guys. Tyler Hero, 29 points for Miami, rookie out of Kentucky. He'd he, get the win. He's my hero. 112-97 over the Hawks. Another Kentucky guy. Tonight, a couple scores and a couple games to keep your eyes on. Uh, Golden State is hosting Phoenix tonight. Are the Suns really that good? Are they going to play a lot of teams close and lose? 
Are the Warriors, after two horrific games, starting to figure stuff out? That game will be going on the same time as the Jazz game. Is your free preview over, or you got one more night of it? You got a week to open the season, right? I did last night. Last uh, night was last night? Or Monday. I don't know. I didn't watch I didn't, I watch baseball last night, so I couldn't tell you. Portland's taking on Oklahoma City tonight, too. Another game you can keep track of. Uh, Jazz are on ESPN late. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. We're not going to put him in a situation where he can't perform. And if he can perform, he'll be able to play. If he can't perform, then he won't play. Nick Saban, Atua Tagovailoa, the writer down there in Alabama who suggested he should sit no matter what, and then if they win, great, but if they lose, they'll get a break from the college playoff selection committee because, well, that guy wasn't playing, and he could get into the tournament with one loss. Sounds like you're trying to backdoor it, and Nick Saban's saying, It'll just depend on if he can play. Not sounding like he's going to backdoor anything. Yeah, the problems that Alabama have to deal with are just so insurmountable sometimes. I don't see how they do it. NCAA's Board of Governors voted unanimously to start the process of modifying the rules to allow college athletes to profit from their names, images, and likenesses. Car dealers can start getting popular players to sell cars for them and that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Kyle Whittingham was asked about it after practice yesterday and said, well, let's see how the rule actually fleshes out. Well, no coach can say he's against it. Because That would get used against you in recruiting. Kyle can if he wanted to because he's got uh, less time than more time. But everybody else, of course, you've got to say, yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> it's all follow the money, my man. And we'll have to see how this plays out. But let them, fine, let them. They've already been doing it. So now bring it above board. Let's legalize prostitution. Yeah, that's basically what you're doing there. Oh, it's it's unfair. The schools that have the bigger money are going to have the unfair advantage. Have you ever heard of Phil Knight? People with money already <laughs> have an advantage. Yes. So, I mean, what, what are we talking about here? And how many of these kids are going to be able to do it anyway? Let them do it. Fine. I've it never had a problem many, with it. It depends on how many set it up for him. I mean, really, a school set it up for him. Who cares? School hires a guy or somebody, and they're, they're like a salesperson, just go out and arrange this stuff for players. Fine. Who cares? I just I don't see what the big deal is. I don't think there is a big deal. I think the games will go on. So let them do it. Make it, put it above board, or at least as much as you can, because they're getting us so much under the table as it is now, and nobody knows about it. And so they think, oh, yeah, my school's clean. We don't do that. Meanwhile, Kyle Kuzma, come on. And I've heard other all sorts of stuff regarding other players in this state that are playing today. Yes. (laughs) And then and people who you think are squeaky clean. Yeah, I'm looking at you. You're not. Except for the gauchos. Yeah, and nobody cares. They're not squeaky clean. Come on. You're talking about Narbonne or Glendale Community? (laughs) DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. If you're going to make that decision, you give Ryan a little bit more time to to grasp it and get ready for the next opponent. I don't think there's ever a good time. You know, again, we want to win the next eight games, and and Andy would give us a chance to do that. But I just felt like now is the time. If you're going to do it, let's go ahead and make the switch and and get behind Ryan and, and try to go in these next couple games. 
Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach, on the decision to sit Andy Dalton down and play Ryan Finley. Of course, the Bengals are 0-8 halfway through the season and going nowhere. And their next game is with the Ravens, who are in first place. So that seems like Ryan Finley's going to have a tough debut, but whatever. There you go. The Bengals making the move. NFL trade deadline passed. Not a lot going on. Pretty quiet out there. Trent Williams ended his holdout in Washington. Going to get paid for those last eight games. To leave, had to go from the Rams to the Dolphins. He did. That's a come down. For a fifth-round pick in exchange for fifth- and seventh-round picks. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Soto swings and hits one high and deep to right. This is way back. Going, going, and gone. Goodbye. Into the second deck. A tremendous home run for Juan Soto. Bang. Zoom goes the magic wand. Look, I don't want to sit here and talk about me or the umpires. Or um, This is not about me or the umpires. This is about the Washington National and those guys in the clubhouse coming to game six playing lights out, uh, knowing that this could be it. Um, and I'm super proud of them. That's Dave Martinez. Doesn't want it to be about him and the umpires. But when you snap in the seventh inning of game six and get thrown out, it's probably going to be a little bit about you. Yeah, this game had pretty much everything that you would get out of a dramatic movie, basically, in the theater. Uh, and Martinez gets thrown out after Rendon hits the home run. So even though the play, which I thought they screwed up, I thought uh, Turner had access to the base. He was dead on in the base. Where do you expect him to go at that point? And I know the throw was up the line, but he doesn't know it. So he's not inf- he's interfering with the, with the first baseman, but it's behind him. So he has no idea. And he has the right to the base as I read the rule. Uh, and then Rendon solves the issue by hitting a two-run homer anyway. So they get the runs. And then... In between innings, Martinez goes berserk. And I don't know that I've ever seen that at a World Series game. You know, that was uh, the glory years of umpiring and managerial disputes that we just don't see anymore. I thought of you. You thought, well, with the replay, we're not going to have guys kicking dirt and snapping anymore. And he snapped. That was good. Yeah, but it was after they took a three-run advantage, which is probably all they could have hoped for if that play had gone their way anyway. That's logical. I think they're thinking you cheated it out of a run. We'd be up four instead of three. Uh, not necessarily. And the truth is they scored two more, and he may have been sitting there doubting the bullpen because people you, have doubted you, the bullpen. You would have put but, Rendon on. But so the, he wouldn't even have hit. The accumulation of all the arguing over all the balls and strikes in multiple games in this series and that call, I think it was everything wrapped into yeah, one. that umpire was the only time he's ever umpired balls and strikes in this series, so... But you've been frustrated with multiple umpires in multiple well, games. So has A.J. Hinch. Yeah. So why didn't he snap? <laughs> Maybe he would have if the replay had gone the other way. You have to have a logical reason for all things. No, That's I, you. Yes, I you think do. it isn't yes, logical. I think it's just it isn't. on a lot of passion over time. And if it were logical, you're right. He wouldn't have come out of the dugout because they got the runs and they had insurance runs. They well, had you have a logical good. explanation for an illogical act is what you're doing. Okay, I'll go with that. Yeah, so... Don't ever try to box me in a corner. I can always talk my way out of it. Uh, and then they would have walked Rendon, so he wouldn't have. So it's better off that Rendon got to hit because if they got second and third, Rendon is not 
swinging whatsoever. And he had a fine ball game, obviously. And Strasburg was sensational. Say so he was tipping his pitches. He got the clue to told not to do it. And then he was didn't allow a run. And then you have Kate Upton tweeting that, no, they made the right call. What are you guys looking at? She's the wife of uh, Justin Verlander. So she's tweeting, live tweeting. And anytime Kate Upton is talking about baseball, that's the best of both worlds for me. So I'm all over that. And then you got uh, Bregman carrying the ball, the bat down to first base. And then Soto carries the bat. If I'm Soto, I carry it at least a second. <laughs> <laughs> I one-up you. Get to third. <laughs> now, Bregman did apologize uh, yeah, afterwards. later. Uh, so, yeah, that game had everything. He had it. Once Martinez got out, you had two former Diamondback managers managing Chip Hale and A.J. Hinch. Now tonight, Zach Granke, baby. You got Granke and Scherzer, two former Diamondbacks. Hey, how did uh, how did the season start, Yach? Do you have any memories of uh, standing in the hallway and P.K. leaving? Look how the season's going to end. Look how it started. We're, we're right P.K., on all it. right, I'm going to go home and watch Zach Granke get blown up. Game seven, Zach Greek. This is the biggest game he'll ever throw for sure. And uh, Scherzer, he's a multiple Cy Young Award winner. I'm sure Zach Zach Greinke's. I I assume he's won it once or twice. Yeah, he's. I think he's won it once, and Scherzer's got three. Yeah. Did Greinke win it with the Royals? Well, he had some good years with Milwaukee, and uh, Uh, and then the Dodgers. He had some. The only place he hasn't had the great years is with the Diamondbacks, where he's making $34 million. Not no more. He's still making that, but they're not paying him. So, yeah. There, there is no better two-word phrase in sports than Game 7. The only thing I could think of is bowl eligible. Two words! Two words! Game 7! Give me a better anybody. Get on our app. Get on our Twitter. Get on our text line that I never memorized the number, and you guys criticized me for years. A better two-word phrase than Game 7. In any sport, regardless of the sport, really. It doesn't matter. Any, you know, obviously in the NFL, they don't have series that go that far. And in your sport, in which if you don't get on board, we're all going to drown and die. They don't do it. Uh, But everybody else that we do it, Game 7. There's really nothing better. Game 7. There could be legendary stuff tonight that we could be talking about X amount of years, however young you are, going forward. Who knows? The tension will be there for sure. Favorite Game 7 memories? Well, Luis Gonzalez with his little blue pit. Against ah, Arizona getting the title. Against Mariano Rivera, of all people, recognizes the greatest reliever of all time, obviously. So that comes to mind. I'm sure there's a whole bunch more of you jar my memory. There could be many, Jack many Morris more. once upon a time. Didn't he go out and lock it down in Game 7? I Madison Bumgarner style. I think he went like 10 innings. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that. I remember, I don't, I remember him doing well, but I don't remember Bumgarner Game 7. Being the hero in Game 7. Coming and, back on and, two days rest. And Game 6 and Game 5 and Game 4. <laughs> <laughs> the entire <laughs> series. years. <laughs> Whenever they won. And then there's been some legendary Game 7s in basketball, for sure. Warriors-Cavs just a few years ago. Yeah. Game 7. That doesn't... It, the sport is irrelevant. Game 7 is something we that like winner. Yeah. We like winner-take-all. Yeah. At the pro level, you don't. You rarely get that. You know, you get it in football every time. I get that. But 
talking about the other sports. So Granky has been, uh, how would you describe his postseason so far? A little below average? Okay. Uh, it's been okay. His last start, he didn't go very long, but he was, he was okay. He doesn't get the benefit of the doubt that uh, the other guys do because he doesn't throw as hard. So if he's not precise, it seems like he'll get lifted quicker. All right, DJ PK, game seven tonight. Road teams won all six, which has never happened before. But now, the question is, will it happen seven times? Coming up, we're going to talk football with Riley Nelson. He joins us next. Lincoln Kennedy and Riley Jensen later in the show. A lot of football on the way as we get ready for a huge weekend of college football. DJ and PK, what is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. It's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, we're coming back with Riley. Stay with us on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.